Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Hope for Today. I always like to leave you with something hopeful, so I bring on hopeful guests, people who really love God, love what God is doing in their lives, and are hopeful that He will continue to do that. And today, I have Connie Webster with me. Welcome, Connie. Glad to have you. Glad to be here. Thank you. And uh, Connie is uh, a few hours away from me geographically, so we're doing split screen together today. Uh, She does live in the state of Texas in the United States, where I'm at, but lives several hours south in the capital of Texas, which is Austin, Texas. So kind of fill us in on what you do there in Austin, Connie. So I work for a professional association of physicians. So we advocate for physicians and their patients. It's a a, a membership organization. So like if you were a teacher, you'd be part of a teacher's association, and this one's for physicians. And so anything that has to do with physicians, that's what we deal with. Okay. So, and you work with the government and you're just Mm -hmm. busy. Got, Got some good stuff going on. Well, today, what I want to talk to you about, Connie, is dreams. Uh, Dreams have always been a part of my life. Even back uh, as a kid, I didn't understand them. I didn't understand why I was having dreams like I was having and and, uh, seeing the future in the dreams. And they would come to pass. And as a kid, not knowing how to process it and nobody to talk to, I started praying to God and asking him every night before I go to bed, God, please help me not to have a dream tonight. I didn't know that I was shutting down some prophetic awareness. I just had no training whatsoever. So I want to start with a a scripture. It's a very simple scripture out of the New Testament Bible, Matthew 2.13. An angel of the Lord came to appear to Joseph. That was the earthly father of Jesus, uh, married to Jesus' mother in a dream. Get up, he said, take the child, which is Jesus, and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Now, if he's like a lot of us, he would have said, Mary, I had a really weird pizza dream last night that an angel came and said, we're supposed to go to Egypt. Isn't that crazy? And discount it. And uh, I've learned that if I have a dream and I remember it, it's for a reason. So uh, Connie is a student of dreams. You, you're, you're studying what spiritual dreaming means and and you have spiritual dreams. And so we're going to dialogue about that and hopefully pique the interest of some of you because my dreams now are quite hopeful. Even if I don't like them, they give me clues as to what's coming and prepare me. So Connie, you share with me, this was really an incredible story uh, of how you found the place you're living right now. Do you mind sharing that? Sure. So what I had mentioned previously is that um, we were, first of all, let me just kind of give you some background. We lived in the same area for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. We went to the same church. We went to, you know, had the network of friends. Right. And so we got really comfortable in that. And I had never had to move off like that. So to me, the thought of moving away really seemed intimidating. And so that was part of my dream process as I started to grow in in my knowledge and understanding of it is that God would speak to me in those dreams because it, for me, I just had such little faith to really exercise, actually do it, you know, put right. into practice what I thought God wanted me to do. And so he would tell me things. And in particular, um, 
you know, it was daunting to try to figure out where we're going to live in any kind of, you know, as you go different places, like what part of towns and stuff do you want to live in? And the few weeks before we actually started looking at apartments here, I just prayed and asked God to, to guide us and to show us where to go because it was kind of overwhelming. Right. We looked and spent hours on it. And I started having a dream that um, I would be, the telephone would ring and I would pick up the phone. And on the other end, all I could hear was I was like taking somebody's number as if to, you know, to transcribe it and saying 2222, 222, is that what you're saying? And then I just kept saying it out loud. And I kind of left it at that. I didn't know what it meant, but I know enough. I've had enough dreams that when I have them, I can sense God's nearness when I wake up. And so I, I know they're not pizza dreams. You know, you, right. you know the difference when you do have dreams like that. But um, anyways, we were went and looked at some apartments and, you know, some of them, were, they were okay. But it was still one of those things like, God, where am I supposed to live? And we were at a red light, and my husband and I said, let's just pray, Wayne. Let's just pray that God will lead us into all truth, that he'll show us where we're supposed to be. And I looked up, and I saw the, the, the street sign, and it was 2222, the same numbers that I had heard previously just a couple of weeks before. And I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe this is what God, this is why I had that crazy dream was that God was telling me. I've already gone ahead of you. I've already prepared the place. Mm -hmm. This is where you're going to live. It's going to be okay. You're going to feel safe here. And so to me, that was just like another layer, of, you know, another reminder from God that he already was ahead of me. He already knew how I needed to have that reassurance. Right. He had already taken care of that for me. So it was definitely spoke to me. That's, that's interesting. You know, uh, a lot of people may say, well, that's just a coincidence. Well, that's, that's yeah. much larger than coincidence and dreams and visions are spiritual. Um, I am a believer in Christ. And so um, this telecast is going out and there are people who are watching who are curious about Christ, but you're not yet a believer, a follower of Christ. And, and in my context of understanding God, dreams are spiritual. So I call them pizza dreams. You may call them matzo ball dreams or swarma yeah. dreams. I don't, I don't know what you would call them, you know, in your country, in your context, but it would be a dream that you can't really make sense of. So you think I ate something at dinner and I was unsettled, but yeah. it's bigger than that. So I've had to learn there are, there are still some different dreams that I have that I wake up and think, what was that? But I don't discount them anymore because they're dreams. So what I do is I pray them, I'll, I'll write them down, I pray about it, and if I still don't get clarity, I may give it to a friend or two or one of the prayer teams in my church and say, hey, can you guys just look at this? And it's interesting, Connie, they always come back. If I am not able to discern or or interpret my own dream, I have. they always come back with an answer. And it's like, oh my goodness, that's what you got out of this dream? That's exactly know, I, what's I happening in my things. life right now. Do you have those experiences? Absolutely. I mean, I just, I'm always like, how did you get that out of that? It's just amazing. Right. But, you know, we, we can look at the, the dreams in the Bible um, of even Pharaoh, um, Daniel's leader, you know, the, the king, just some of the, the dreams they had made no sense whatsoever. You know, seven skinny cows and seven fat cows. And uh, that's just a crazy dream. Don't worry about that. But it made all the difference and uh, it brought promotion and so I encourage you, 
If you're a believer in Christ or not, when you have dreams, write them down and pray to God and say, God, reveal to me what this what this is. Why am I dreaming this? Because I, I feel God will impart dreams to us to help us get to where we need to go. I love your story. The address. He gave you the address of where you live now. How much more yeah, direct could that be? Even crazier is that the church that we go to, now we've been going off, you know, it's pretty far from where we're at, but we just started going to the church. It's what a satellite church that we go to church right. at. It's on the same street, 2222. Wow. You know, wow. so it's just kind of like another reminder. But, you know, I do want to say that God is always speaking to us. Mm-hmm. We're just not paying attention. Right. I mean, He'll speak to us in all kinds of ways dreams. Sometimes it could, you know, through your message, your pastor preaching, or it could be through, you know, your Bible as you're reading your Bible. But it could also be sometimes through headlines that you see in the news. Right. If you're, if you've got an eye to see and you're looking at it with an eye, like really asking God to open up your eyes spiritually to talk to you and to show you what, you know, to be sensitive to his leading, he'll help you. He'll help you in that area. Right. And, you know, I, um, I create things. I'm also, also a creator. So that's how I get a lot of my inspiration is through my dreams. I'll, I'll dream of something and then I'll think, I wonder if that's been made yet. And so I'm working on some products right now that um, have not been made yet, but they came to me in a dream. And that's so awesome. I don't, and nobody can take my dream from me. Nobody can take your two, 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 two dream away from you. They can exactly. call you silly or that's coincidence, whatever. It changed the trajectory of your life. Absolutely. And God entrusted that dream to you because you were praying and asking him. Probably if somebody would have come up to you and just said, two, 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 look for that address, you would have been suspect. Like, right. like I'm not right. going there. <laughs> right. but, exactly. but when God comes into our, our minds, our spirits and breaks through with a dream, that's a big deal. So uh, what have you... What are you studying or seeing right now with dreams? What what would you tell somebody that is maybe even new to faith and they're like, I have dreams. What do I do with that? Do I listen to them? What would you tell them? So for me, you know, just I can just speak from my personal experience. When I first started out, um, I can remember being really young in my early 20s and I would have dreams. But again, I didn't really know what to do with them. And if you're not sure, they find you somebody that you know that right. will I agree with that. that you know walks in the spirit that can really help you in that. But I mean, now I looking back, I realize that God was um, He was already preparing me. It's just, you know, I unfortunately I didn't have that. So whenever it started happening to me, I started to become I realized that God's putting something in me. And so I've got to be a good steward of what He's put in me. And so I really became very intentional of what I listened to, what I watched, and um, because I really believe that your mind is a battlefield and mm-hmm. the enemy will always try to get you distracted and, you know, to look and read and other things. And sometimes when you've got so much going on in your mind, it's hard to hear his voice, you know, um, with, with all the other stuff that you're doing. So I just became very intentional about that. I also took some classes um that would help me grow in that area. And then uh, God just brought two of my friends that were really, one of them is my sister, who just has a, a lot of wisdom about her. And I can remember the first time that she and I talked about this. I'll be honest, I just thought, okay, you are a little wackadoodle. And I thought, you know, 
it really, it was our whole family. It was like, and even though we, you know, my dad was in the ministry, I was, you know, around all that, but it still seemed just a little bit too far out there for me. And so I was just kind of like, okay, you know, you know, thank you for sharing. But later on, as I started having these dreams, she was the very person I went to, you know, asking, okay, what do I do, you know, and, and seeking God and asking him to help me. And, um, in all of my dreams that I've had, especially lately, because I am in a in an area that people that don't necessarily believe like I do, but God will give me a deep love for, for people that might have an opposite view of how I feel. And um, he's just really birthed that in me. And it's been a lot of them have been through my dreams. It's really shown me the power that when I have these dreams, it's always talking about the word of God for me. Right. Um, what I say with my mouth has power. And that's what I need because that's something I struggle in is that you want to give in to your fear or whatever. So there's just been so many countless times that God has spoken to me about my kids. Okay. So, so let me, let me dig a little deeper in this. So you're saying you'll have a dream and it it encourages your spirit kind of points you in the right direction and even affects how you start speaking out loud. Yes. Yes. Okay. And the the scripture says the power of life and death is in the tongue. Uh, James, the book of James talks about the tongue being an unruly evil. It's just, you know, it's regrettable the things I've said. And if I could take back all the words I've said, I would be a happy man, but we can't. Uh, we, we just say things out of anger, frustration, stupidity, and um, they come back to bite us or, or disappoint or hurt people. And so the Bible talks about how we, we have to police our, our tongue, and, and the last of the nine fruit of the Spirit is self-control. And I think that's the highest one and the hardest one to achieve. So you're using, I love this, Connie, what you're saying is God speaks to me in my dreams. So instead of mirroring and vocalizing the fear that I had that is probably in opposition to the dream, I'm going to join with God's, God's intervention in my spirit and mind and start speaking that by faith. That's ingenious. I mean, that's you've given us a nugget right there to begin to vocalize. So, so you listen to this, guys. When when the Lord gives you a dream, don't just set it on the side and say, "Well, we'll see." Start speaking it. You said even uh, with your family and your children, you do this. Oh gosh, absolutely. Um, you know, they know. I mean, there's been times literally where maybe my kids weren't, you know, walking in the right path. Mm-hmm. Doing something they shouldn't have done. Right. The Holy Spirit, you know, as parents, they do that. He gives us that insight. And they're like, how did you know that? I'm like, because God told me, you know. Right. And and I think a lot of it, too, is it's so important as you grow in those giftings and stuff is to really be anchored to God's word. Definitely. That is our that is our guide. That's our, you know, that should be our roadmap. And and that's how I see it. I mean, it's helped me with spiritual warfare to see that. We're not fighting against flesh and blood, but we're fighting against, you know, principalities and rulers of darkness. Right. And so when we don't pray, it's like we, uh, Priscilla Shire, she says, uh, like, when you don't pray, it's like having a refrigerator that you don't plug in. Mm-hmm. That you're not, you're not accessing the power right. uh, that God gives us as believers when we don't pray and partner with him on those, those things like that. So to me, it's just been one of those things that I... You know, sometimes I will go, I'll have dreams every single day. And then sometimes I won't have dreams for months. And, you know, and even when those times happen like that, I'm just like, I want to check my spirit to make sure, okay, you know, God, I want to make sure I'm not 
I haven't stopped that flow from something I'm doing on my end. Right. But um, that's what works for me. Well, I'm, what do you do? How do you do that? Um, do you, you, I do. Like, I my, my dreams usually are pretty literal. Uh, I, I rarely have to give them away to somebody to say, help me interpret. So usually there are people, um, situations that are going to happen. And so I it, it really helps me with how I'm going to process and get to where it needs to be gotten in the dream because the dream is of the future and what the end product's going to be. So if it's a relationship that's fractured and I see myself talking to that person, I think, oh, we're going to be restored. So it brings me hope and I start looking forward and praying according to the dream I had that, God, you're going to restore that. Now, some people would say, oh, your dream is just a product of your hopeful thinking. Well, I am all about hope, but hope is also scriptural. And I feel God uh, even rewards my hope and faith with dreams that encourage me to walk forward into health. And he's all about reconciliation. So why would not he give me a dream about a specific a person or a situation that he wants to heal and bring into life. So, so does that kind of help explain that? I mean, I just, I do the same thing. I start thinking according to what I'm already dreaming and my, my mind sometimes is so busy. And if it's a difficult situation in, the, in my waking hours, I'm trying to figure it out when I'm asleep, I'm asleep. <laughs> Um, I, I can't figure anything out in my sleep. And that's when Holy Spirit sometimes probably is the only way he can really speak to me in busy times and seasons where I have I have prayer time, but I'm probably not listening as much as I need to. Yeah. So that's when the dreams start is I'm meaning, needing to make decisions. I'm needing to hear clearly. And so my mind's clear. I've been praying, God, tell me, tell me what to do while I'm trying to fit. One side saying, God, tell me what to do. The other side's figuring out what God needs to do. In my sleep, I can't do any of that. So I just, uh, he partners with my sleep. So <laughs> I just told some of my secrets on myself, but that's that's my vulnerability and my humanness there. I like to tell God what to do. And he, I think I, I humor him. <laughs> You know, my grandkids, they will tell me occasionally, you know, they'll say, oh, I had a dream, Coco, you know, and I'm like, well, tell me about your dream, you know, because God speaks to little kids right. and no dreams and right. stuff. And, and even in a scary dream, sometimes you'll have scary dreams that, you know, are not from God. Right. And, and that's where we as believers, we have the authority to say no. You know, yeah. I, I, and then in my dreams, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. No, I'm not going to dream this. No, we're not going to do this, you know, and make myself wake up. So, um you know, he speaks, he's no respecter of persons. He, right. You know, that, that, I'm glad you, you brought that up because I do yeah. tell people, these are your dreams. Don't yeah. ever get in a situation in your dream where you're out of control and you're running or you're freaked out or you're scared. You know, in, in your waking hours, tell yourself every dream I have belongs to me. So, right. so no fear can tell me what I have to do in my dream. I rebuke it. So that's, that's right. I'm glad you brought that up. People don't know they can do that. It's, it's, it's theirs. Um, well, I, I've got my grandkids to wear, I mean, the little ones, the, the six-year-olds and the 10-year-old, the, the they, they do it. I mean, they say, oh, I had a dream. But then I'll also say, well, what, were you, what were you watching? You know, I was right. watching videos. I was playing my video games. <laughs> I don't want to do that, you know? So, so, let, me, so. Uh, let me go into that again. You said it, that you're very careful about what you listen to, the type of music, what you watch. Um your media intake, um, comparing that to a physical diet, 
if I eat all junk food, all sugar, uh, nothing nutritious, it's going to show up eventually in my body. It's going to be, do some really bad damage to me. Uh, Those things taste good. And I would love to just, you know, sit around and eat cookies all day. Um, but it's just not productive for my well-being. Yeah. So, so in your intake, media intake, when, when you're lax in that, or you're not as careful, or you're just around it, what does it do to your spirit? Because I, I think people don't, don't talk about that yeah, enough. I mean, literally, I feel like I I have a harder time discerning the, the voice of God. Right. Um, you know, for me, it just, um, and I just don't feel that that the presence like I will. Right. I'm really intentional about what I watch and what I listen to. And I mean, a lot of people will think you're strange for, for feeling that way. And they mm-hmm. think it's kind of, you know, wacky. But again, we have this treasure within us. And with the way that we steward it, the more that we... When we steward something like this, God gives us more. And right. He trusts it. And he'll give a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's kind of how I see it. I just don't, um, I just have to be, like I said, intentional at what I do. Well, I, um, you know, I, I, here's my analogy on that one, stewarding what you have. Uh, if I am hanging out with people who do not value their finances and spend their money willy-nilly, however, they don't save anything, and as soon as they get it, they're going to spend it. And I hang out with those people and say, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put this amount in savings. I'm going to put this amount here. I'm not going to buy that right now because I'm stewarding for my future. Well, to them, that's crazy. And they may criticize me. So either I put up with it or I hang out with people who get finance. (laughs) And so I think the people who would call someone, you know, kind of wacky for, you mean, you can't listen to that. You don't want to watch that movie. You don't want to, that's not their understanding and they're not probably not going to get on board. So that's also incumbent upon me. Who am I going to hang out with? Who's going to feed my spirit? Who's going to, because those are the kind of people that I don't want to have to explain those standards. I want them to have those standards and not everybody has the same standard. You know what I'm talking about? And so, so, so in this audience, if you have people who are, are heavily critical of your lifestyle with Jesus, uh, pray for them. But ask the Lord also to send you people who line up with what you believe his word to be. And I promise you, he will send those people into your life. And when you start telling them about your dreams and speaking spiritual stuff, they will get excited instead of being critical. Because the enemy wants to use people to stop the blessings in your life, to make you think you're crazy and to shut you up. And so I'd say, don't shut up. Just keep talking and uh, open yourself to, you know, people who are pleasing God are going to be happy with me when I'm pleasing God. They're not going to criticize me. So, yeah. Well, Connie, thank you for your time today. This uh, subject, you know, three years of uh, doing this weekly, I don't think I've really delved into dreams as much as uh, you allowed me to today. And so I thank you for what you're doing and uh, just living your best life for Jesus at two, 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 two. You know, that's, <laughs> it's it's all about destiny. So I, I just bless you and thank you for being a, a partner in what God is doing with your life. I can tell that you're a partner with God. And those of you watching today or listening, I just encourage you partner with God in your waking hours. And you will be astounded at what will happen in your sleeping hours. He will talk to you then too. But uh, I think, Connie, you can testify to this. 
when you have a dream from God, you don't wake up drained. You wake up energized. Like, oh, wow, God, you're, you're saying something. You're speaking. And so I just want to bless everyone listening and watching today. Be open to God while you're awake. Be open to God while you're asleep. Well, Connie, thank you again for being my guest. And I hope you all have a fantastic week. Be filled with hope and have lots of dreams. Put a notebook or a pad by your bed with a pen and write those things down or type them in your phone as soon as you wake up so you won't forget it. God's saying something to you. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.